Hey everyone, welcome to this 37th edition of Clarity Chat. I have with me Mayank Bedi, Assistant Executive Director of Dalmia Bharat Group. In today's session, we will discuss his experiences of assembling computers as a student entrepreneur, getting early PNL responsibilities, becoming a CIO, and now a key member of CIO Club Bengaluru. He has kept his focus on building trust with customers, serving communities and societies throughout his journey. His leadership philosophy is bearing accountability is the stepping stone for success in the professional life. This is the 37th episode of Clarity Chat podcast. And here comes an exciting discussion with Mayank Bedi. Welcome Mayank. Did you know that 83% of technology implementations fail to achieve expected business outcomes? Well, managing technology is incredibly complex. IT covers all processes and everything IT does impacts people in some way. The function is only three decades old, but changing at the fastest pace. Technology industry is highly profitable with intense marketing. Tech companies have the vast majority of the tech talent, not you. Clarity Chat purpose is rooted in helping you solve IT challenges for business success, to help you decode the complexity, to help you leverage partners effectively, to help you partner with business more effectively, to help you manage change better, to help you attract talent. You get this clarity via experiences of CIOs and business leaders shared informally and candidly over a cup of tea. Welcome to the Clarity Chat Podcast. So Mayank, before we uh, start talking of serious things, let's have some fun start to our chat. So I understand that you have seen so you have seen so much money that anyone in IT would, would never have seen. So what's that story? <laughs> yes, so... In my early uh, days of my career, I used to manage AMCs and networking and server infrastructure for banking industry. So all nationalized bank, private bank, I was managing. So there is a one branch, Central Bank of India in my hometown, Gwalior. And uh, that, man that managed the chest of all 32 branches uh, in and around Gwalior. So they have that chest and they ask me, Mayak, we want to have a complete CCTV and remote sensing technology in that. So that gives me an opportunity and it was almost double size of my apartment where I'm staying. So I have seen that much money uh, in there. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure they didn't allow you to take a, a single bundle. Yeah, so definitely a gunman was with me. But when I see, oh my God, so many racks of money are there in that bank chest. <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, I have seen enough. But I can, I, I can say that we have only seen that in movies and you have seen it in real life. Correct, correct. correct. Okay. No, that's great. That's great. So, Mank, uh, uh, you know, as I was uh, talking to you earlier when we were preparing for it, I think, you know, one thing that continuously kept uh, coming up was uh, bearing accountability is the stepping stone for achieving success in professional life. And uh, as we go through your life stories, I think that will come out uh, very clearly. So uh, let's, 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 let's get through these uh, as we go through the session. 
Um, now, uh, you know, just to sort of acknowledge our audience, in our audience, we observe that we have CXOs, founders, IT managers, CIOs, uh, and technology industry folks, all coming here with one common agenda, learning the art of finding success with technology implementations. And, you know, what we call, what we show in the video, the breaking the 17% jinx. So let us see uh, who have here, who we have here. Uh, Mayank, let's, uh, in the first part, let's try to look through the lens of your journey. Um, let's begin with a quick recap of your childhood. When you were a teenager, uh, have you ever dreamt that you will make your career in IT? Was there anything that pulled you towards technology? Yeah, even in my schooling days or my college, uh, computer was a fascination that time. Uh, late 90s, you can say. If someone having a computer or printer, wow. So I remember in 70s or 80s, if someone has a television, he people used to wow with their... So even in my early uh, early career, when I was studying and computer and technology was keep enticing me and I started my career, okay, just to learn more about hardware. I worked under a few small shops to learn how computer assembling works. Then, uh, then I started doing my own assembling, giving it to uh, computer assembling, assembling from 90, Windows 95, 98, delivering it to uh, many, uh, few of my customers. Though I was very small, so I don't have many customers. I had very few customers. So I'm delivering, repairing, installation, troubleshooting that keep uh, they do. That time I was doing it. Right from the student days. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so Mank, uh, let's start, you know, from your graduation, your first job. Um, so tell us, a, maybe give us a five minute overview of your career, just like for the audience to, you know, create some sort of a mind map of it. So basically, you know, what companies you worked in, uh, what was the role you played and just one highlight um, of, of that instant. So even in my college days, I was doing at my own, uh, as I told, that was my first uh, uh, entrepreneurship in my early age of my career. Then I have joined uh, Patni Computers PCS as a desktop support engineer to giving support uh, to the all the, all their customers and the customers All India Radio, SDFC Bank, Halls and uh, Nationalized Bank, State Bank of India, Central Bank, Vijaya Bank that I was taking care. Then um, I was again on Patni, but I was on client side that was a Cadbury Schweppes. Uh, so I was managing complete manufacturing plant. So that was my first learning how the plant operation works. Then uh, I joined Godrej, Godrej consumer uh, as a North region IT head managing the complete North region CFAs, plant warehouse, regional warehouse, all these things. Then I moved to LG Electronics, West Africa, taking care of seven countries infrastructure. Uh, then I back to India in 2010. Uh, uh, so working with a startup, Life is World Private Limited. So they are into a network marketing and multi-level marketing like MV and Tupperware. So that was a, again a great learning for me working with a startup coming from a big, uh, uh, large conglomerate like Gothrej or LG and suddenly coming to a startup. So you have to learn everything from the beginning and deploy. So that's a part. After that, I joined uh, uh, Page Industries, Jockey India as a manager IT, taking care of their uh, data centers. 
Then base batteries, again, it's a manufacturing unit and uh, they manufacture batteries or, or auto and uh, consumer segment. Then I joined uh, VST Tillers Tractors. That's again a big milestone in my life. Uh, a tractor and agriculture equipment manufacturer. Uh, and then uh, on March 20, just before COVID lockdown start, I joined Dalmia. So th that's all. And uh, now here in Dalmia, I'm taking care of uh, complete SAP and business engagement part. Okay. And I think you have been also doing another a double role, of course, with everyone's permission. What is that? <laughs> okay. That's that's uh, the blessing from my uh, MC members. Uh, I was playing uh, MC member for CIO club role. Just taking a small, playing or contributing a small efforts, managing the caps whenever the CIO club does events. So that was my role. I am, I was doing it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you have blessing of uh, that from everyone, and of course, like you know, a lot of blessings from all the people from from all the CIOs who have been part of CIO club and who have enjoyed your hospitality. So uh, man, let's, let, let's now start digging deeper into like, you know, some of the learnings and, uh, you know, your experiences. So you were a student entrepreneur and then you took up a PNL role after graduating. Um, so, you know, it's like partly entrepreneur role and then partly, uh, you know, sort of taking care of the, uh, of, of, let's say even a small business, you know, which is, um, which in, which involves both revenues and costs, uh, in Gwalior. So uh, tell us, like, you know, uh, what are some of your learnings in managing a business and, you know, those those early uh, insights? Yeah, in the beginning of my, or you can say my first job, which is with Patni, they have given me a challenging role to take care of AMC of the nationalized banks, almost 32 branches of State Bank and All India Radio, Vijay Bank. There are many big, big uh, so they said, Mayank, just ensure there should not be any issue on their AMC. We should get sustained business year on year. And this should be an incremental growth we want year on year. And even that time also, it was a very commodity business, a very competitive business. Wipro, HCL, PCS, Zenith, all are uh, coming to a uh, same cost. That era was a central banking system uh, where banks were moving from traditional register bank accounting to a computer-based accounting system. And that too also connecting with the core uh, banking system of their central server. So that was a very important for us. So each branch is having some 30, 40 computers and even one computer is down, escalation goes to high. So that was my role and ensuring PNL, uh, my business, sustained business is coming from the branches. And luckily, I have not lost any customer in my early days of my career. And for that, uh, I have been appreciated by all the banks. No, that's great. That's great. But tell me, uh, what is it that differentiated you from your competitors? Because you said it's a commodity business. Um, so what are some of the things that you did better, better than others? So one is I see uh, the customer centricity and the commitment uh, and and even in that area that is plays a very important role. If you are um, delivering a services, be it hardware or even networking, you have to be on time. If any times your 
server bank servers are down even the end client is down you have to be there whether you are in one branch so you say sir give me some time luckily gwalior is a very small town so you have to be in time which gets appreciated by the respective bank branch heads and all these things accountability and customer centricity i say is is plays a very important role uh, which help me to not to uh, lose any of my customers okay no that's great that's great and i think you know i was just uh, i when i have a discussions with people uh, you know everyone sort of agrees that um you know this uh, uh, that the product based differentiation is diminishing you know the products and the technology involved are like more or less the same and uh, and everyone agrees that you know it's uh, the customer relationship and you know how uh not only you know how you care about your customers but how you, how you keep their histories and how you uh you know meet your commitments to them all of that plays a big role in retaining and delighting your customers so uh i mean uh, you are an early example in a very commoditized business that you know you were able to delight your customers and and retain that loyalty that's a good example of like you know how customer is the most important uh, part of the business the rest everything can be commodity commoditized but not customer relationships right true, true. so um uh, so mike uh, tell us some uh, you know stories of customer centricity uh, which i heard from you uh, i mean like the bodybuilding part that you did while in school <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> so uh, very true it's in a small town uh, in cutthroat margin companies does partnership with different uh, sis also so uh, pcs is tie up with zenith for the software implementation pcs tie up with uh, for comsat max which is for installing uh, uh, atms and that time uh, in early 2000 or late 90s installing atms was a again a big task for us so there is a one uh, town called bhind which is almost 25 km away from gwalior and suddenly 6 5 or somewhere 4 or 5 i got a call from my management tomorrow 10 o'clock there is a atm inauguration all breaks everything comsat is is there in the station collect it and go to that uh, area and ready our atm and that uh, gives me a uh sense oh my god now i'm alone where will i found labor and everything cause uh, to commissioning a atms you required almost 10 to 15 bricks of heavy cement when each cement uh, weighed somewhere around uh, 20 to 30 kgs i said finally i took a, a cab i put everything and went to that atm uh, location and when i reached there generally atms are first floor on ground floor but their dish are on the first floor so no big problem but in that particular place it was a residential apartment uh, at the ground floor they have kind of commercial shop and when i see it's fifth floor and nobody was there so it was a really um, a tough job for me in starting commissioning at uh, 7 o'clock and uh, luckily by 10 o'clock atm was ready and next morning that was a timeline given to us okay atm should be ready by 10 o'clock some local minister uh, will come for inauguration so that's uh, that's the accountability or commitment comes into that other than that i connect more into that uh, if you have seen a no, movie called rockets uh, no but tell me tell me tell me something 
So you had these uh, bricks of 20-30 kgs and you carried them up all uh, five floors? No, ground floor to fifth floor. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, I alone yeah. carry all these things. Right. And uh, then sometimes in the night it's very difficult to get uh, uh, signals. But the good part, Comset was, uh, and that time there was no WhatsApp call, nothing, only on the voice call. Now it's signal, ah, come, come, uh, now start uh, screwing up tightly. <laughs> so that was a, a very interesting part of my career. Now, now, also, now, 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 so yeah, now, we, now we understand where you, where you got half of your muscles from. <laughs> 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 yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So, uh, also, if you see now, there is one of my favorite movies which I keep watching is Rocket Sing Salesman. Uh, is a Ranbir Kapoor uh, movie, which uh, somehow more recites or resembles of my career uh, doing assembling of computers than working on PCS, going customer to customer. So, that was uh, sometimes you have to carry SMPS motherboard on your bag and going from one place to other place. That time, two wheeler was also not there, going on public transport. So it was a very interesting uh, and I keep cherishing those moments of my early careers. But you know that uh, Rocket Singh salesman was also Sadarji and I'm sure that his story <laughs> was inspired by you. Somebody told yeah, them and, your story and, and they fortunately his name was also Bedi in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Preet Singh Bedi. <laughs> <laughs> then, I'm sure, then I'm sure somebody lifted your story, Mike, and you didn't, you didn't get a right for it <laughs> uh, yeah many times i thought oh, it's similar like me only here yeah. i should charge some royalty from them yeah and uh yes. the, the, yeah so there was there was another story about like you know being entrepreneurial in, in repairs as well yeah so that's very important because uh, uh, this was a very cutthroat margin and all players, Wipro or HCL, they are just ready every day out. Whenever I go to my bank's or customer place, when I see, okay, uh, two peoples of SCL are sitting, two peoples of Wipro are sitting. And I then I went to branch at, sir, business should not go from me. You tell me what you want, I'll give you the services. So, uh, luckily, that sales side and entrepreneurial side or accountability, I have seen very early in my life and understand customer pain. And see, this is a business where your service or customer centricity plays a very important role. Yeah. So uh, that's it. So there was this, there was this server, you know, where the chip uh, went uh, bad. And... <laughs> so <laughs> tell me there is, Yeah, there is one branch uh, of CBI Malanpur, where uh, Malanpur is an industrial hub, uh, where uh, suddenly motherboard, uh, server motherboard got burned and server was not booting up. So Branchat called me, my uncle, my server is not coming up, please come. So I said, then we logged a complaint to HP and HP said it will take three, three, three to four days coming from uh, uh, to your place. Then I said, oh my God. Then I said, okay, let me open the motherboard. I took the motherboard and went to local, like in a CP or oh, sorry, uh, Bangalore, we have roads and Delhi, we have Nehru place. Like in Gwalior also, there is one small market of computer repairing. Then I, I took open the complete server, took the motherboard, took it to that small shop. I said, boss, three days, bank cannot wait. And I, I, I don't want to lose that customer also. Please help me to. So in three, four hours, he helped me to get repaired that motherboard. And I have fixed. Um, sometimes when you do, I feel uh, with your honesty, 
lux favors i i i many times i have okay. observed in my case uh, so luckily one of the very critical server and motherboard is again a critical component local service per repair person has repaired that laptop again mm-hmm. i uh, back to that branch and the branch manager mayank you asked thank you work i don't say i don't want to say all these words but yes uh, the customer centricity i say that that's really helped me and i understand the branch had pain yeah, so yeah. it's a commercial branch no i think i think i think you made a very important point you know which is many times when we are doing our jobs you know we forget that particular point which is when you said that you know i understand the branch manager's pain so you know to everyone who's listening out there you know every one of you has a customer every one of you has a next person in the chain who's dependent on you uh my request to you is to think about you know this is a statement from mayank that you know i felt his pain how many times do we feel the pain of our stakeholders and i think if you do that you know i think that's a recipe for success what you can see uh, uh mayank here correct, so correct. um Some, sometimes we are customer sometimes we being a customer yeah and you know when we are the customers uh, we expect uh, you know um other people persons to uh, feel our pain but you know yes. when we are on the other side you know we conveniently ignore it or we take we take it for granted yeah correct 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 so so mangai we uh, you know ask people to put uh, what was the biggest risk you took in took in your career uh, it was with a startup where we have to do a, a customer onboarding with their kyc registration and uh, the biggest problem in that is uh, uh, people give wrong name wrong their kyc registration wrong pen number so it was a big problem and uh, in network marketing now people generally to increase their upline and downline they create dummies uh, uh, ids so that was a big problem in uh, especially on network marketing so i was keep thinking how i can avoid this thing so then oh, i got a idea okay let me do a kind of re- uh, validation with the name and the pen card if pen card and the name are same then i only i allow so pen card number i mean to say so id ulta first you do pen card number and then automatically name comes if it is and getting a pen card if, if someone owns it he will put his own pen card it's very it's not so easy to put some 10 pen cards at random but it's so easy to put 10 names at random so i did ulta then i say how will i achieve this and we tried there are too much complexity involved and uh, nsdl gives those api and access to only to the insurance company hospital and banking industry and i was thinking how i can achieve that thing so luckily uh, and fortunately i'll say i have a good connects with the technical p teams somehow i am able to reach to the nsdl server and i deployed it over the night suddenly we are trying it and next day we we all celebrate yeah we have achieved a very big thing now if someone puts a pen card number his names will come and we validate all these things then next day we went to our management sir we we have achieved a great thing then he also wow mayank it's a really a great achievement you did it then they called legal team see he called all the function head is that what our it team has done and we are very uh, what over cherished or overwhelmed but then legal say no it's illegal you can't do that 
please roll it back so it was a big risk in my life and we had to roll it back so all our enthu just came to zero in just couple of seconds so that was my biggest risk yeah. and it's we delivered but not not executed as we want thank you yeah, very no, much but i think, i think you know it always uh, it also brings to a light a point that you know always check with your legal guys whenever you are you know touching any yes, sensitive yes. Yeah. generally in our it functions uh, or especially in manufacturing industry i say we generally check with ceo or cfo uh, cfo will sponsor the budget and ceo will align the stakeholders but and we really check with legal teams cause uh, they we know there's a formality one day or other day we have to follow but that's the project executed so that day i realize each and every function in the business is very important so mank uh, now you know we talked about your career in like you know on the, on the other side on the on the partner side of uh, it you know where you were delighting your customers you were taking accountability uh, you were making things happen for them and uh, you know you're basically giving it all your commitment and honesty uh, and then you moved over to internal it role starting with godrej and then you have been doing all the internal it roles so tell us like you know how has been the transition what has remained the same between your you know Uh, IT uh, partner role and CIO role and what is different. So let's start with what is similar. What has not changed? Similar, I can say, is a customer focus. Uh, even when I was on managing my customer, it was a more customer. Here also is a customer focus. Though we are on IT, but we have to manage our functions: commercial, manufacturing, production, sales, finance, accounts. so customer focus is common in both the segment but what is different is like a accountability or you would have we would have day in day out we have seen it uh, sales wala aake chala jata hai aur fir uh, accountability ke liye we are chasing who is the national service head who is the service accountability person or customer success manager so accountability is slightly different in both the case or if you ask me with example i can say it's like a day care so day care is like uh, accountability lies with the parent but they manage it so and uh, and and when and when you when you are on the enterprise side you are actually a parent right you are actually a parent when you are enterprise side if it is pass you are you are good if it is a fail you are failure so uh, it's it's very difficult uh, on enterprise and and you are working with that organization you have to connect all the dots uh, by understanding what what could have gone wrong but from uh, sales side sir i did my part now service engineer is not available or customer put wrong uh, wrong wrong voltage wrong uh, ups that's not my fault it's very easy to on that part to blame others but when you are within enterprise you have to own it you have to govern because one one way or other way you are impacting you are getting impacted with that application down so that's the challenge accountability is a big difference in in that case yeah and i think and i think your ability to make a difference or find ideas may also be different right i mean you had this story about like you know how you reverse engineered from erp to plm why don't you tell that story <laughs> so yeah uh, i'll tell you like uh, when i joined vst uh, uh, again customer centricity was very my always and whenever we meet to the function head or respective function 
we always learn something whether i go to r&d head he will teach me something 10% new which i was not knowing it like especially on 2d design 3d design how to do it may not be very important for me but i learn so that it's in it's not relevant for me but it's important for me to and address his uh, technical issues if it comes first uh, in my uh, previous engagement first i started with the uh, plm uh, uh, product life cycle or team center uh, uh, plms implementation so for that we i need to understand what is 2d design what are 3d design so far i was only on it and what are the different tools they are using autocad catia proe Siemens, so many things. Then how we make uh, into a single unified designing tool, and then connect with the your PLM and core uh, PLM tool. That was a very important. So that's that's how it helped me to connect with the R and D head, and he explained me how this technology work. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you you saw those uh, drawings being exchanged on USB drives, right? Oh, that uh, that's a big because uh, VST though it's a very very. Uh, old organization very reputed organization even in uh, if you see uh, tiller segment they capture almost 70 65 to 70% market share but uh, r&d drawings are very important for them which is ip of the organization so uh, the objective of the organization first to centralize all the drawings at to a single place earlier it used to run on the pen drives computer various computer laptops on few or on cloud so i was keep thinking how i can make that drawings at central place and even the development and releasing of the drawings should be centrally instead of various laptops or computer that was a big challenge for me and uh, the good part is uh, uh, you if you have a support from the management or rnd head you can uh, you have a veto power you can easily deploy that because uh, this brings uh, anxiety or resistance from the lower management uh, but yes uh, with the help of r&d head i i helped to deploy that thing and our all designs came to a central place with the complete failover we have deployed there oh i think i think i think i think i think that's a good story like you know identifying a risk going around the organization identifying a risk that you know the drawings are all separated out they are in different different silos and different different areas and then silos or i can say yeah, the different can... version I, the biggest problem is that R&D engineer is working on different version and the head is having different version, procurement commercial team having different version, inventory different version, it lying it, supplier is having different version. So how to connect these uh, different versioning problem? That was also then we have put the kind of watermark and versioning number. So everyone is aligned. Okay, this is the version date and the releasing. Though it's a very small thing, but uh, but but it's difficult to implement <laughs> no no absolutely but what i'm saying is that you know like a lot of times when people are working without it like you know they just uh, get into a they take it for granted that you know that life is going to be like this i mean you know, they don't really expect any improvement but when you come as a it person and look at it from a possibility point of view how this process can be different i think that is when things start opening up so i'll just narrate a recent incident yeah i was like uh, talking to a customer uh, to some people in the customer you know we're doing a due diligence on on CRM and uh, i just asked them i said listen you know the way you are conducting the process the interlocks are not there so there are likely to be some mistakes and they just lighted up and they were like how did you know i said yeah there are lots of mistakes <laughs> but you know what we stand in for each other 
our customers are understanding our business managers are understanding and we manage it so you know this manage it becomes a way of life and uh, you know as you come in from an it uh, point of view you can actually uh, make them realize that there is a much better way of doing things where you know there need not be mistakes there not need not be multiple versions there can be better process controls and more efficiency and i think and i think that is an important i would say perspective that it people should bring in in terms of how things can be better rather than you know simply like saying that okay what do you want and i'll give you that hey i am your podcast host jagdish belwal i had a rich career as cio at tata motors and ge now as an advisor i help organizations transform with technology technology is necessary for digital transformation but not sufficient so i help organizations with the rest of it leadership strategy culture change management etc you can connect with me on linkedin and twitter for now keep listening and don't forget to subscribe the podcast and do connect with me on linkedin correct and you cannot right. deploy such controls until unless you don't have a basic understanding of those uh, those technical stuff uh, especially on the designing part so yeah. that help me again customer centric if you are giving something back to a customer customer will also give you back in my case it was a internal customer so my r&d head or my technical team keeps teaching me even our production team keeps teaching me this is this this is how it works that helped me to connecting the small small dots yes this is the gaps in the technology and how i can achieve this beat plm or uh, recently we have deployed a dealer management system in my previous organization that helped me to how we can connect especially on automotive industry i see a part numbering system which is very important so dealer should ask the exact part number which you have the inventory so that's that's yeah. important yeah and uh, you know what i think i think again you touched upon something which comes very naturally to you but not to everyone and which i want to call out which is you know you said that you know like everyone is teaching you you know everyone is telling you this how this process happens this how this process happens so the point is that you know you have to be open you have to be like a student of business processes you know you have to be there have that openness that you know you are able to absorb these the 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 knowledge of these business processes so that brings me to the question from vivek kare our friend out there uh, and uh, he sort of got it that you got a student mindset so he says you did tmp iso management program from from iim what keeps you motivated to keep on studying <laughs> uh, so vivek bhai one of my boss told me uh, uh, why you stop learning when life is not stopping you teaching Wow. So, I think you need not be more. <laughs> so so that keeps me every day uh, and thanks to uh, he Vivek Kare is also teaching me many aspects uh, on my personal fronts is my good uh, friend my big brother and a good mentor also I say him. So yes I did uh, every that was my target uh, somewhere 6 months or 1 year just adding something on my technical stuff. so that i am more connected to a technical and what are the new technology recently of one or two years back i did blockchain at that time i was not knowing india government will uh, 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 adopt or roll out uh, digital currency uh, based on blockchain but now i see yes i did something 
two years back, which is now getting will which may get benefited in coming days or months. Yeah, and and like you know, you were early early into the game. That's great. So, Mangbai, let's go back to our uh, uh, our our questions. Um, so, please share some of your experiments and learnings from IoT forays. Ah, so I I I, I, was... I I I I remember you wrote an article for ETCIO about IoT. So let me grill you on yes. your experiences with IoT. So I'm. If you ask me, IoT has just come a buzzword a five years back or eight years back. But trust me, I have seen this technology in my early career when I was in Cadbury, a resident engineer for Cadbury plant. Uh, there I have deployed, uh, and they used to they manufacture a very famous product of Cadbury, which is Five Star and James. These two big products they manufacture in Gwalior, Malanpur, and Born Beta was again they're a very good product which runs on Himachal Pradesh. So I was taking care of production line of uh, Five Star, and it was early 2000, and uh, let's say Five Star uh, Five Rupees Five Star. uh generally weight of that is 10 grams so we have put the sensors if the weight of uh, that five star less than 8 or more than 11 it should reject it so uh, now those those time this was no iot no buzzword name was not there but technology was there so that from that time i have seen it and yes uh, in my previous organization we have tried couple of within field and on production floor also we did it starting from like we installed telematics in the tractor which will see what how's the health of the engine how many kilometers on run what are the surface uh, it has run when is the service due all you can see into the mobile app though we have worked with the partner but the good part uh, management support R&D had production team support and all stakeholder support and the partner we have done thing. Also, we have gone gone to that level where we can see the store should be very clean, close to your assembly line and production line, engine line, so that the footfall will be very less. And whenever uh, there is a machine is going uh, out or probably is not under capacity is high, but utilization is low. so that gives you alarm okay this is the raw material or manpower capacity on that line but utilization is so and so percent so you can visualize okay uh, either it's over uh, over capitalized or it's not being uh, utilized properly so in that segment we have components manufacturing unit in mysore uh, there we have tried a kind of poc with microsoft uh, whenever machine or assembly line going out it will give some predictive uh, alerts to uh, particular sensors and uh, we'll come to know okay this will go down right now uh, siemens honeywell rockwell there are so many large players are there which are now this industry is becoming very mature now you will have a real time data analytics uh, when it's going to be failed and if it's marry with your erp then you will say what is my last installation and commissioning date who's the oem what when i did last plant maintenance so it was a complete set of with the help of iot and erp if they marry together it becomes a beautiful outcome of plant maintenance tool i can say okay no that's great that's great um but um i i wanted to ask you like you know this uh, initiative that you took about um about you know putting telematics in your equipment and all where did it reach finally and what's the learning 
so learning is that sometimes uh, you wish to deploy technology first is you are fascinated you want to add something new so you want to give it something new to organization but the learning is that whether it's being consumed or utilized by end consumer yes or no that's so adding a sensors or telematics or tracker it's very good thing you can get the real time analytics on the mobile app and the dashboard everything but who will pay the cost exactly it's a farmer so farmer the resistance comes was what i am going to benefit why should i pay extra and this technology comes with some uh, i'll not say it's very nominal cost but it's there is a cost to that so that's the learning so we have to size the customer segment before deploying a technology so every projects we do there is a some key takeaway and learning we we have done it as i say na pen card integration on nsdl so sometimes yeah, technology works its own direction but it's not aligned with other business function uh, so it's it sometimes uh, creates a problem that's yeah right, that's right that's right no that's great that's it so my uh, now let's come to you know your um uh what do you call extracurricular activity so you have been very active with the cio club for very long so what's the where does the inherent uh, motivation uh, uh where is where is that inherent motivation coming from so uh as i say uh that's a thanks to my committee member uh which has given me small task then and that which so it comes from uh, uh from my uh childhood days we used to go gurdwara serving our community uh, either by langar or all these things so just want to give it back to a society just to help uh, or serve to the social life secondly it helped me on the event management part which uh, uh, which gives me a complete uh, a stakeholder management your is uh, pressure management on your mind you are managing two two things your office pressure is also there sometimes event so that helped me a lot and even jeb hai is also there uh, uh, on 25th of december i remember that day very well because that was a christmas day and that was a saturday and jeb was That's also right. there so uh, and uh, we have very good team member ajay bhai vivek bhai jeb bhai manish all all are nagendra all works very hard and they are managing two two things so even sometimes you get tired when you see others people also no yaar they are also managing so that keeps you motivated third and last and important is like it gives you a humbleness and connected with the uh, your peers so that's 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 why i wanted to connect it with these kind of uh, chapters absolutely you know i i was in bangalore uh, you know but i was in the in the in the island of whitefield <laughs> you know while the cio club events would happen you know somewhere in the center the old airport road was always like such a you know dampener in my plans to come down for any of the events but i was like you know i was really amazed at the amount of energy engagement and that that you know, that that brotherhood or that one homie that uh, you know all of you ajay bhai you uh, you know jay bhai and, and all of them all of you have uh, created uh you know in uh, bangalore one of the most buzzing uh chapters of ciu club i can i can i can i can see so i can see it's and, like uh, a it's projects jagdish bhai it's like a small venture where you are starting from beginning a kind seed sampling to a tree when your even goes you feel how oh, accomplished so it's a small small thing which keeps you uh, motivated or uh, passionate towards these things 
so here is a question from sats satyaprakash is his name but we call him sats he says mr bedi your journey involves so many companies how did you manage to grow and thrive in a new team with each switch lateral hires sometimes face a culture gap uh, to an established team uh, how did you manage to grow and thrive in a new team with each switch lateral hires sometimes face a culture gap to an established team go ahead okay so uh, yes uh, team management is always a challenging not to me it's with everyone and everyone comes with their own uh, priorities and own uh, kind of uh, style of working but uh, it's that's the role of a manager uh, who has to play he has to get down sometimes what happened during in you know, my previous company implementation go live phase firewall has to be ready so if you reach little early and if you start it to that activity the team slowly and gradually will start following you that's the mantra if you start saying no you go and deploy it it sometimes resistance come but if you start taking first second third fourth fifth step then from sixth steps your team will start following you but you have to start first so that's uh, that's i say as even if the new team member you your freshers are coming even the different cultural gap also so that's i believe on that yeah no i think i think i think uh, you know i'll also it's a good way to uh, also you know summarize some of the things that we have learned about mind so far so one is like you know uh, be customer centric that builds a lot of credibility i've seen people who are customer centric or people who who are stakeholder uh, who are empathetic towards the stakeholders they always stand out in the crowd you know in whatever team the second thing is uh, you know which we see from mayank's case is like humility right so you have to be humble enough you have to be curious enough in fact uh, i had a similar uh, you know issue where um, i came from crm to become a cio and i didn't know like 80, 70% of the organization i didn't know and i think the acceptability came when you know i would just go to people and say i don't know please tell me how your function works and everybody loves to talk about themselves and they love that honesty they love the curiosity uh, they love the empathy and i think that's how you just by like you know you can say uh, stooping a little bit you actually make friends and uh, uh, and, and long term friends and we have seen like you know how how mank has been doing it even though he didn't say uh, it so much but i i just thought like you know i should summarize it that way amrinder asks a question saying that how has your unique and hands on field experience including sales pnl responsibility has made you a better it leader so what is the connection between your being an entrepreneur and pnl person and and uh, it leader again i'll say uh, uh, i started with customer centricity i still focus uh, many times uh, Uh, your functions uh, function head and your customer teaches you many things but to understand or to learn from them you have to speak on their language so you have to come be prepared what is their uh, queries or what is their thoughts in their mind for example in my case plm was a new buzzword for me i have never worked on uh, so technical stuff uh, autocad and kti and proi and siemens so before going to rnd head or production head i used to do some google on this thing and how this works so that at least 10% or 20% i can talk in that language 
then after that they will keep sharing his thoughts for example uh, i said gst was a uh, uh, you know 2017 and gst roll out gstr1 i was keep confusing what is gstr1 what is gstr2 what is gstr3b and how does reconciliation does and how the host to host payment gateway works what is mt940 these all are the finance terms which i was completely new to me so i just do something and then i go and uh, go to cfo and ask first how this is the statement this i have understood now what is your point then he starts explaining me man this is how it works this is gstr1 is your sales and your vendor reconciliation your sourcing and procurement reconciliation that helped me to learn from there so otherwise if i go blank he will say man leave it that you leave it to me we'll manage it but uh, to uh, that's i i i manage in that way uh, amrinder bhai hope i am able to answer it No, no, absolutely, absolutely. I think you answered it uh, very rightly. That you know, when you are on the other side, uh, you know there is you always connect with the customer in their terms. You always research a little bit about the customer. You want to talk in the customer's language, not in the not in terms of the IT language. And I think that you know, when when you are on the IT side, you can actually if you can do the same thing, and uh, you know provide a similar kind of experience. Uh, that is awesome. Let's now move on to the last part, which is the rapid-fire questions. Who's an inspiring leader, and why? What of that leader can we see in you? Many times, I always believe to be on receiving side. Uh, so I always think, okay, other person knows better than me. But leader, if you ask me, I follow Swami Vivekananda. The he's a complete blend of spirituality and social work. The way he manages it, uh, that is really inspires me and. whenever i get free times uh, i go to some youtube or facebook and check uh, so many women things are lot of materials are available and instead of reading i uh, read it from uh, from the videos uh, available on facebook and youtube awesome and i and i and, and i important thing uh, i just remember uh, one famous proverb which also connects to the uh vivek bhai question he mentioned why you are uh, learning and everything so he says na uh, arise awake and not stop until you re- until the goal is achieved or until you reach the goal something like that he has mentioned it so uh, yeah. it's keep it's it's a journey where you are keep learning and adding something on your uh, professional skills and personal skills yeah you know i i remember as you see it i remember you know they say that the journey is the destination so you have to be enjoying every hour every day of it okay what was the most hilarious incident in your working life you already started laughing <laughs> see um, i did a maximum project in my previous organization um, uh, starting from dealer management crm website deployment sap plm so and every times uh, i used to study and make a complete project plan and uh, Uh, go to a board and very big projects always goes to a board level uh, where uh, all CXO levels and the director comes where you have to explain. So and that was one my biggest pro- project was Siemens uh, team center deployment PLM product lifecycle management tool deployment. <laughs> so he he asked me. Uh, Uh, I was just explaining, sir. This is how two D works. This is how three D works. And if you convert two D to three D, this is how the visualization comes. And one of my director asked, "Mayank, uh, 
how what is the benefit of this and i was keep telling no sir it will benefit your i was keep answering on the technical stuff it will help you to this uh, store all the design at central place you have copyright mark you have watermark your supplier then my commercial uh, sourcing head pass one comment mayang you are selling ox in the skin of cow and he is asking whether he will give milk and you are saying no he will give curd paneer peda everything but you are not listening so <laughs> that was a very funny part and whenever i sit alone i say wow yeah it's right moment because he is asking my uncle how it will benefit organization and i was keep telling all technical stuff so he said first of all you are selling ox in the skin of cow and he is asking whether he will give milk and you are saying no he will give paneer peda curd ghee everything but you are not saying whether he will give milk or not Yeah, no, no, absolutely. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, those analogies are always hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Mangal, my next rapid fire is: How do you engage your CXOs to build trusted partnerships? So, uh, it's a regular connect uh, uh, with the function head and the CXO level. Understand uh, what is uh, their transaction and function, how they are working it. then go with some your study materials with them and show, share that some analytics or study with them then definitely they will give you so many insights which you can uh, improve uh, your either one is cxo relationship and improve uh, better technology deployment and adoptions okay. so regular so connect first and end here customer centricity so so engage with them regularly number 2 um understand their function go to the meeting their function go to yeah. the meeting uh, prepared you know with what they are what their function what are the pressures in their function and the third is like you know have something ready in terms of like you know what somebody else is doing in their function right correct 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 so that's a great one so uh, mank like we are uh, we are right at the end of it let me see sometimes you know our last part of it like i've been asking you questions i've been putting you on the spot So revenge time. What's your question to me? I think my question is same, uh, Jagdish Bhai, uh, but different words. What is the goal from this clarity or outcome you want to see it? Yeah. So and uh, is JCB is going to be a as big brand as JCB in auto? Is there? <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean it's not. Uh, that's that's not the purpose, uh, Mike. And you know, I think I answered it last time also. Um, you know, I've been I've been I've been managing uh, whatever function I take. Like I I apply first principles to it uh, in terms of like you know first creating a picture of like you know how it should be done. What are the what are the root causes of the challenges that we already have? And you know. when we look at like you know what has created success so what is it that we did which created success and then you pull it all together to create a more holistic uh, you know framework and i have been like you know cracking i mean i wasn't a career it guy and i came here i came to it i started executing programs i failed at some uh, and then i kept on refining and like you know learning the art of uh, making programs successful and not everything is success at the you know right in the beginning uh, sometimes it takes some uh, effort and iterations to make it success and which is uh, how i learned it uh, and you know so one was that uh, i have been passing on some of those things around in informal one on one ways when people reach out to me 
but then you know clarity chat is a platform where uh, it's not actually about me but it's about you know for everyone around the it community uh, all the cios or even leaders in hr or ceos you know to bring in their points of view to bring in their experiences and just to help the community you know all these audience which are here so we get like you know in two days we see about 500 people watching these uh, recordings right so about 30 40 people at a time which are live but about 500 people in two days and i think each of our episodes reaches a audience of about two to two and a half thousand uh, at a minimum okay some of them have even reached five thousand so i do see that like you know there is some agenda that we are touching there's some agenda which is important uh, there is some puzzle some missing link uh, which we are trying to address through the clarity chats uh, and and we are doing it in a way that brings out the principles and not the technical mumbo jumbo i think there is enough technology out there uh, but there's little there's very little of like you know how do you manage them successfully to create uh, the business a difference to uh, business so the whole idea is to lift up that 17% and you know if i'm just waiting that you know if vijay ramchandran's next year survey goes you know anywhere from 17% to whatever is 20% or 20% or 25% uh, i would like to take some credit for it <laughs> in whatever indirect way <laughs> but uh, thank you mail for uh, for for coming on the chat and uh, thank you all the audience for uh, for attending engaging and asking all those questions wow that was an insightful and humbling discussion with mayank i loved it i hope you loved it too listen to more of these do subscribe to the clarity chat podcast available on all major podcasting platforms in our next podcast i will interact with all of you in a free wheeling clarity chat part 3 of ama ask me anything we will cover audience questions around what life advice do i give to young people to be successful in life what is it that the government can adopt learn from the private sector how are we integrating customer emotions with digitization how does work culture affect decision making for manufacturing organizations as we drive itot strategies oee scada etc close to shop floor what do you think of where corporate versus manufacturing it should play how have you seen collaboration competition and ideas of winning together thoughts on the role of enterprise architecture functions oh lots of questions coming up next watch out for our next clarity chat podcast ama part 3 ask me anything